What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Emerson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Uh, Helping alive. Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, actually, we wish just, I uh, wish I could say the same. I'm not doing too well. I, yeah, not not trying to rub it in. We we did actually. Uh, I, I hadn't I hadn't told you this. We we um, put a bid in for a house last night, and uh, they accepted. Oh, really? So we we have Fantastic. a. I have somewhere to go when this house sells. <laughs> so well, that's good. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Was it on the market for five and a half hours this time? No, this one was on the market for a little bit longer. Long story short, it's an older home. The entire place has been remodeled. Um, new roof. New, I mean, everything's new in the place, but it's an old house. You know, the framework is old. So, but it's a nice house, downscaled, cheaper, but still should work. Bigger rooms for for office space. So, should uh, should work for for what uh, you know what we're doing here and some of the other projects. That's a uh, that's a good thing. So, uh, yeah, uh, getting crazy where I'm at. Uh, there's uh, there's all kinds of uh, protests going on in multiple cities. So it's not just happening one place or the other. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. But due to the fact that I'm a little under the weather today, it's not COVID. It's uh, I, I, a little bit of a stomach problem. But um, due to the fact of that, we're going to have to cancel this afternoon. So I'm going to re-air uh, something this afternoon. Not sure what it's going to be yet, but uh, there's going to be a rebroadcast this afternoon. But rest assured, we will be back here on Monday. Uh, but we are still going to do the morning show because these are short, sweet, and to the point. To get started with this morning, near miss of a house-sized asteroid that skimmed Earth 250 miles by 250 miles on Friday the 13th. That's It was actually closer than that. that it was that's, uh, that's interesting. Friday the 13th. That's funny. Yeah, Friday the 13th. 239 miles it came from Hypnos. A house-sized asteroid. That would have done some damage. I mean, that would have done some real damage. You saw that... I mean, everybody knows the crater in Arizona. That was done by something that was the size of a school bus. This was the yeah. size of a house. So it was so yeah. close that it actually... You say it got in between the... Uh, or the distance-wise, it, uh, it was basically inside of where the orbit is of the ISS. Is that correct? Yeah. So ISS orbits at 254 miles, and uh, this this asteroid came at 239 miles, so just inside the uh, – in between the two with room to spare. Uh, so that would have hit the very top of our atmosphere. Um, it, they said it was moving at 30,000 miles an hour. Uh, so oh, is that put this into Yeah, yeah, that's all. Uh, it's not, not – not, that fast. To put that in perspective, though, because it's so close and moving at the speed it's moving, if it's in an orbit, if it's if it's an actual orbit right now and it, it's not moving at its escape velocity, which I don't believe it is to get out of our solar system, could be. I don't know. I don't know what the trajectory is. And that means if it's in an orbit, it's going to come back around. And when it comes back around, it's going to be closer to Earth next time because of the gravitational pull and uh, probably slowed down ever so slightly when it went through our atmosphere that you just touched it. It might have slowed down slightly. So next time it comes around, it could uh, could 
be an impact. What was interesting about this is, is no one noticed it until the next day. No one realized that it actually happened until Saturday. 15 hours later, it was de- detected by the Asteroid Terrestrial Impact uh, Last Alert System Survey at uh, Munalau uh, Observatory in Hawaii. I'm sorry if I botched that. But yeah, they say it's, uh, let me see, this is about the same height, give or take a few miles, uh, that the International Space Station orbits above Earth. That's how close it got. However, there was nothing even close to a collision there. Space is so big, is it really? Is it really? Space big. The space station and asteroid are both relatively small. Well, yes, but again, something the size of a school bus, look what it can do if it hits. Uh, it would be extremely unlikely for an asteroid of this size to collide with the space laboratory course. I mean, uh, you talk about the probability of actually hitting something out there. Interesting. They have an animation there, and it shows where the asteroid was. It looks like the asteroid was more on the South Pole. And it came around and actually did about a 45 degree turn because of the gravitational pull. Uh, it's more of a it's more of a 90 degree turn actually. Now that I look at it, it's it's almost 90 degree. It looks like at about 80 some degrees or so. Um, I see where it actually where you're talking about the escape velocity. So it's possible. I mean, it looks like it already circumnavigated our solar system once. So it looks like it might come back again. Yeah. So it, it's possible it'll come back again. It's also possible that. Uh, that may have actually sped it up. So there's a we we use it with with satellites and stuff. Yeah, we slingshot um, it, essentially. You slingshot it, yeah. And it might have been within that that location that it, it coming so close like that it may have slingshot it a bit and it could have gained some speed. But being so close, it might have actually been uh, it may have actually slowed it down instead because it was so close and it did touch the 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 bit of our uh, top of our atmosphere. Hmm. Very interesting. But yeah, near miss. So too close to call. Moving right along. A man who died after falling off of a ladder, a 10 foot ladder, by the way. So it wasn't even a very tall ladder. A 10 foot ladder was actually killed by COVID-19. A construction worker who died after plunging from a 10 foot ladder in Croatia was actually killed by the coronavirus, the doctor said in a report. The unnamed 51-year-old man fell into a yard while building a home earlier this year and suffered cuts and bruises to his head, according to the Journal of Forensic Pathology. The builder was declared dead at the scene, but an autopsy later revealed that COVID-19 had indirectly caused the accident because effects of the illness were disorientating. Does anybody else buy that? Because I, I, I don't. So so what you're saying is he couldn't smell or taste while he was working. It was so disorientating for him that he, he fell off the ladder. Now, it's well, possible. Okay, so... To, to be fair, it is possible that if he was having severe symptoms and it was affecting his breathing, um, let, let's say he wasn't able to get enough oxygen, became dizzy, and then passed out, fell off, and it killed him. I mean, that's a plausible scenario. They kind of allude to that. They say during the autopsy, doctors found that large swaths of the man's lungs were blocked. The finding led to science, led scientists to conclude that he suffered from an acute respiratory distress syndrome, a life-threatening condition that can easily... Excuse me, a life threatening condition that can be caused by COVID 19. What can't be caused by COVID 19? Based on the findings, the death was ruled as natural caused by COVID 19. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, I mean, technically, that is a natural death, technically. Uh, doctors later determined that the illness which keeps air from flowing to the lungs had likely caused his fall, according to the journal. Ultimately, the death must be recorded as COVID as a COVID-19 fatality under the World Health Organization guidelines. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, did they did they do a, a postmortem test to see if he, there was actual COVID-19 in large enough quantities to cause those kind of 
I don't reaction. know. I don't know. Yeah, so I had... actually, it, well, I mean, look at look at guys like Elon Musk, right? Musk had a test the other day. Yes, he, he got tested three times in twenty four hours or something like that. Yeah, it three was, or four, something like that. Yeah, it was like positive, negative, positive, or, uh, yeah, negative, positive, negative, something like whatever. It kept alternating. And then I heard somebody else say that they went through to get one of those rapid tests done. I, I read this this morning. Somebody went through to get one of those rapid tests done. They tested the left nostril and the right nostril. The left one was positive. The right one was negative. Yeah. How does that right. work? Well, we, we've but they, talked about the, the, the But tests. they were only given the results of the positive. Right. Well, clearly, if if, if only one nostril was positive. See, what, what they didn't do is the, the little swab that they, they, they stick up there. They didn't get the, the other nostrils swab contaminated enough when they did the test. So it, it, it didn't show up as positive. Okay. That, that was me being fist Yeah, I, I kind of figured. All, all right, Bruce. Uh, do you have the picnic table all set up for Thanksgiving? Um, no. No? No, no. We've got a do you nice have... big dining room table with a leaf in it. Okay. Do, do you have masks ready to give to your guests that arrive? Um, being as I'm actually visiting someone else's home, I don't know if they do or not. Okay. But knowing do, do the they person, have... no. No. Do, do they have social distancing protocols ready to go into effect? No. The first thing that happens when you walk in the door is hugs. So, no. Oh, Oh, those I, I think those are illegal now, I think. Yes, yes. Well, see, you're supposed to do it now with um, the plastic sheet that has the right uh, gloves but has, and everything. Yeah. But it's it's just the curtain, like, so there's there's air right. at the top the shower and the bottom. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bubble or, or no. it's not sealed. No. It's, yeah. So if you have a little breeze, it just blows it right around and... Yeah. Well, see, this is precisely why you need to be outside. So, so it doesn't. Oh, right. So, so it goes away, right? And it doesn't. It but, doesn't get. But, but you can't. You can't be downwind from each other. You, you would all have to sit in a row so that you're not downwind of each other, because then the spittle and stuff would catch the breeze, and, and right, you would right. just. So you, you can't be downwind of each other. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, well, three more New York sheriffs tell Governor Andrew Cuomo to get stuffed for Thanksgiving's COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, one sheriff. Yep. One sheriff says, I can't see how devoting our resources to counting cars in citizens' driveway or investigating how much turkey or dressing they've purchased is for the public good. It's not for the public good. It's got nothing to do with that. How is it constitutional? I'm sorry. Is that is that a relevant point or something? Or <laughs> it saves just one life. Fair. It saves just Fair. one life. Nowadays, Constitution doesn't mean anything, it seems. Yeah. Uh, three sheriffs from upstate New York said they won't be enforcing Governor Cuomo's Thanksgiving coronavirus restrictions uh, on gatherings for private residences. Cuomo announced new restrictions last week in response to COVID-19 surge, saying that gatherings in the state would be limited to just 10 people, including private residences. And not to be outdone, Governor Tom Wolf of Pennsylvania, I know we have Pennsylvania listeners, thank you all very much, uh, has announced that he has new restrictions, including wearing a mask in your own house. So I... I fully expect people to follow that I'm, I'm assuming so if you don't does that mean the police is going to kick down your door that 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 is absolutely ridiculous to me we're supposed to listen to these people the same ones that went to what's the restaurant there in california the the french laundry uh, the, or whatever the, the french laundry was? yes the 300 yeah. a plate uh, uh-huh, uh pasta uh-huh. truffle pasta yeah 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 we're, we're see, he, or, or he how about mis- the Bruce, he made a mistake, right? It was a bad mistake. It was a bad mistake. What he should have done is he should have gotten up, got in his car, and went home. That's what should have happened. Of course, I mean, he didn't say anything about his wife that were there, you know, to have dinner. He he should have just left himself. Or or the other health officials that were there, part of his administration. He didn't mention that part either. Right. Yeah. Right. Or, or how about the uh, the the other officials that went and had a um, meeting in Hawaii? How, I mean, we're supposed well, to hip- listen to those people. The hypocrisy is real here, isn't it? Yeah. Why, why should we listen to them? They don't even follow their own rules. 
So no, get stuff. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, and I'm quoting here, he says, New York follows the science. We know indoor gatherings and parties are a major source of COVID spread. To slow the spread, NYS will limit indoor gatherings at private residences to 10 people. The limit takes effect Friday at 10 p.m. So you notice it's just a little bit more, just a little bit more. It's always just a little bit more. And then the next time they come back to it, it's it's that plus a little bit more. Successive approximation. Man, but my, Cuomo, the more and more this goes down, man, my, somehow my, my ammo stash keeps getting bigger and bigger. I don't know what's happening. The more and more they go down these kind of crazy lockdowns. Must just be a parallel. I don't know. I don't know. Happens. Uh, Cuomo did, yeah, Cuomo didn't say how the new restrictions would be enforced, leaving those decisions up to local authorities. Well, what about the ones that don't want to do it? How about that? You ever think about that? With well, regard see, to thanks, we have to call the National Guard if you're not going to follow. I mean, if, if those officials aren't going to do it, we're going to have to bring in the National Guard. See, yeah. Well, Bruce, if it saves just one life. Yeah. With regard to the Thanksgiving executive order, the Fulton County Sheriff's Office said it will not be enforcing it against our county residents, which is what the sheriff wrote in a Facebook post. I'm sure his Facebook account has been banned since then. Uh, frankly, this is the sheriff quoting that I'm quoting. He says, frankly, I'm not sure it could sustain a constitutional challenge in court for several reasons, including your house is your castle. And as a sheriff with a law degree, I couldn't in good faith attempt to defend it in court. So I won't. Who and how many people you invite into your home is your business, unlike outdoor gatherings, which may receive a police response if disorderly or other violations of public nuisance laws occur. Hmm. So good on him for sticking with the Constitution. Um, this is also another reason that the listeners should be aware of their local sheriff and um, maybe, I don't know, get involved in that election somehow by at least knowing who you're voting for and knowing where they stand on this. Um, I, obviously, sheriff elections, I think, are not. I mean, uh, was it this year that the sheriff elections were? I'm pretty sure it, it varies yeah. by location. It, yeah, it depends on who's running and who's not. Yeah. It, so, you know, it might might be a good idea to, to learn who your sheriff is, where they stand and, you know, just have a have a chat with them. Just be like, hey, you know, constitutional, I stick with you, man. You, you got my support. And if you aren't constitutional, well, you know, we obviously you're, you're kind of in trouble at that point if they're not a constitutionalist um, because they're the last line of defense. If a mayor says um, we're going to have a lockdown, but the sheriff says, yeah, we're not going to enforce it. Sheriff overrules. Uh, an advisor to Cuomo has made a statement on the matter of the sheriffs taking their stance. He says, um, this is a quote. The advisor, by the way, is uh, Richard as a uh, party. Sorry, Richard as a party. He says, we urge everyone to continue to be smart and act responsibly. Really, really. So you're going to give people the responsibility and not you? Is that how that's going to work? We know this makes people unhappy, but better unhappy than sick or worse. Of course, of course. And last but not least, you know, airline travel has been been hurting and all this. You know, I, I was supposed to take two flights this past year. And I've been able to take either one of them because, you know, I, I'm just not going to go through that. I'm not, I'm not going to go through that. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to go through that. I'm not putting myself through that. I don't want to see anybody else go through that. So I, I'm just not even going to entertain it. So, I mean, the airlines taking the stances that they're taking, shame on you. So if you go bankrupt, I got no sympathy for you. None. Agreed. But some airlines are getting creative. Taiwan, for example. Uh, Eva Air is one of them. And they have announced a... A speed dating event in which 20 singles, 20 men and 20 women will board a plane for a three hour ride and then land right back where they started. And then uh, it'll be followed up. So if you find a date right in the uh, in in the whole 
trip that you take there, if you find a date, then you'll be allowed to have a two-hour date back on land, which will be included in the package. So they've teamed up with a uh, with a company called Mobius, uh, which is a travel experience company to organize the flights. And the slogan is fly, love is in the air. So these are going to take place on Christmas, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. One, do they have to wear masks on the flight? Probably. Kind of defeats the purpose of learning and getting to know someone without facial expressions. I mean, they, they know it really that. It does. They, they know yeah. that. That's why it's done. So you don't have a connection well, yeah. with another person. Someone uh, someone was telling me here recently, they were watching some of the new TV series that are coming out and they're wearing face masks because coronavirus. And they were like, you can't, at that point, actors are no longer, like part of acting is, is actually exactly as you said, you, you need to see the facial expressions, the emotion and everything. Now it's just an actor standing up there reading lines. That's basically all it is now because you can't see the facial expressions. That's all they do anyway. Uh, Okay. So each flight will take off from uh, Daoyuan International Airport in Taipei, then circle the island nation's airspace for several hopefully romantic hours. Daytime treks will soar over Taiwan's east coast with views of mountain ranges. While I wonder if they'll actually drop, like they'll actually come down in altitude. I mean, I I can't imagine you'd go up to like 30,000 feet and then circle. That'd be ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they probably have something set up to be like 8,000 feet or something. Yeah. Well, it depends on what the mountain range is. It says that, that obviously uh, they're going to be over the mountains. But Yeah. So it says they'll they'll do the uh, the views over the mountain ranges while nighttime ascents will fly over west the, the western shore with vistas of illuminated cities below. Which is actually really cool, by the way. If you've seen any of the ISS footage hitting the dark side of the planet and seeing the lights and everything, that it's actually really cool to see. It is. It is. Uh, now, see, here's the thing, though. You won't be able to choose your seat inside the plane, so you, you can't do that. So what they'll do is they'll uh, they'll be seated two by two uh, by a lucky draw. So they'll just randomly pick names out. I mean, I guess that that's that's kind of yeah. along the lines. But I mean, I, I thought kind of speed dating was something else. I mean, I don't know how this crap works. I've never done it, so I don't know. Beyond talking to each other during the flight, and yes, passengers can mix and mingle. With those in other rows. How generous of them. The single crowd will also munch on dishes prepared by Michelin star chef uh, Motokazu Nakamura. Uh, sorry if I botched that one. Although they'll need to keep masks on while not eating or drinking. I guess I can't answer the question. There you go. So, you know, mask off, bite in, mask back on. You know, it's, it's, so so I have I have a solution, by the way. Uh, that that actually reminded me of a Thanksgiving. You're supposed to wear a mask um, yes. when you're not eating or drinking. Yes. Well, I think it's in between bites, even. Uh, maybe, but well, yeah, I guess some of the officials were actually saying that. So, a a a solution if you want to ease your conscience is eat all day. Just don't stop eating all day. Just graze, as it were. Honestly, Bruce, I mean, I think the easiest way would be to just to eat through the mask, as in when you have it on. Just like if you get some, like if you get a big heaping spoon of like the the sweet potatoes or something, just shove that thing right on through. Smash it through. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, GP, like I, I mean, I asked GP the other day. I said, "Are people actually smoking through their mask?" He said, "Yeah, I think you can see them like smoking through their mask. It's ridiculous." But anyway, okay. So uh, participants on the tiny uh, the Taiwanese matchmaking journeys must be men between the ages of twenty eight and thirty eight, and women must be between twenty four and thirty five. Almost. At, all must have university degrees and Taiwanese citizenship. Huh. Well, that doesn't seem discriminatory or anything, does it? You have to have a university degree? What? I can't go... What? Because I'm not an academic lunatic, I can't go on a flight? I mean, maybe they're trying to do like a compatibility thing or something similar. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I could... If they came up with a good excuse for it, you know, I might be like, all right, okay, I could see that. But on the surface, no. 
I, I don't even understand the speed dating thing to begin with. I don't know. Like either. that one is so I've never followed it. I couldn't tell you. Well, I don't know. I, I just I have a my my perception of dating is is that's not I don't like the idea of trying to learn the person while you're dating them. That doesn't like, Well, that's kinda like that, that's kinda like what? what all this crap is with like Tinder and stuff, right? I mean that that's how yeah. that works. So you, you essentially well, I mean, I don't even know how that stuff works. So I mean you <laughs> Tinder is really just to get laid, not really Oh, is that what it is? the yeah, it's not necessarily to date. Okay. Well, I, I thought it was like this. I mean, this is the new thing now. It's like this online dating stuff with like apps and all that stuff. And you get matched up with people yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, really? Really? I mean. No, no. I'm not interested personally. What, whatever uh, happened to like uh, Bob meets Jane, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, and things just progress. Do we not talk to people anymore? I mean, uh, well, that's a rhetorical question. Don't answer that. Well, not anymore because COVID. Not anymore. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, I think it's illegal so. to talk to people now. But uh, anyway, they say all trips end with a, quote, confession section. Right. So confess, Bruce. This is your confession section. In which mm. passengers reveal those with whom they felt a spark. So if you if you felt like there was a connection in there somewhere, then you have a confession section. You can, can voice your opinion. Mm. Well, rather than do that naturally on your own to the person directly, you have to do it in front of everybody, I guess. So uh, did they have a the feeling of connection before or after hors d'oeuvres? I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, a, Mich a Michelin star uh, chef's going to cook the meals. I mean, that's honestly, I mean, that's yeah. a... Uh, if I were going to have a meal in the sky and it wasn't the French Laundry out in California, then it would be this one, I'm sure. That's fair. I mean, it, it sounds like, honestly, it, it, it sounds like it could be an a interesting experience to say, hey, we did that, you know, kind of like a, something you could put on your bucket list or something. I, don't, I, I really don't know. It's not something that I would do to legitimately try to find uh, my significant other. It just, it does not, it's not how you form relationships in my opinion. No, it's not. It's not. But I'm by the way, yeah, by the way, you ask how much is that going how much is that going to cost? $295 mm -hmm. a person. That's actually not that's that's fairly reasonable. I mean, considering the you get a meal, you you're going to have a 3-hour flight, a good, a good meal, meal. That. yeah. A 3-hour flight and then also the 2-hour paid afterward. And you get 20 dates. You get 20 dates. And 20 dates. So, yeah. hey man, that that's a that's a good deal. Actually 19 dates you'd be the 20th, so 19 well, dates. Yeah. That I mean that that's a pretty good buy in my opinion. It's not bad. I mean, you'd spend probably that much these days anyway. Uh, when you if you were to take a, a you know if you were to take a date out to a, a Michelin restaurant, yeah, I, I would imagine you would. So uh, okay, <laughs> man, they are really turning up this propaganda. I mean, I got I'm watching people. I'm watching flight attendants walk through the airport in hazmat suits. I'm not joking. I am not joking. CNBC is reporting that right now. They're saying CDC urges Americans not to travel for Thanksgiving. And it shows a photo of people walking through the airport, dragging their luggage behind them on the trolleys in PPE, full PPE. No mask in Key West. Fine will be $500. It's just at this point, the, the mask thing is just another way for these companies and, and government to get money out of you. At this it's point. political. No, it's political. Yeah. They, they've turned it political. It's it's full It's full on 110% political. That's all it is. Let's do one out of the Babylon Bee, shall we? Yeah, let's do something funny here. We talked, yeah, we, we talked, now again, Babylon Bee, complete satire, right? So if, if anyone wants to go check this out, BabylonBee.com, it's complete satire. So Ga Governor Gavin Newsom, we mentioned him. And so he, he had a he had dinner at uh, at the French Laundry, you know, nice restaurant there. And some of the people on his guest list included some of the uh, the top ranking public health officials for the state of California, by the way. So the, and by the way, they were dining indoors, indoors, not outdoors, indoors. But uh, right after that press that's conference. That's not satire, by the way. No, that's not that satire. That part is not satire. Yeah, that that's not satire. But 
I mean, Governor Gavin Newsom did give a press conference afterwards and he admitted his fault. He admitted his, you know, he made a bad decision and, and everything. And he, he's taken accountability for his actions. Well, what happened after that pr- that press conference? He continued with his press conference, but the media actually stopped it. They, they cut the, the press conference. It wasn't able to continue. He actually had more to say afterwards, but it was too gruesome. And the media wouldn't cover it because they they didn't they didn't know how the public would react to it. Uh, in a somber press conference, Governor Gavin Newsom announced that COVID has killed Santa. Oh no! Yeah, California Governor Gavin Newsom has already released numerous rules limiting Thanksgiving celebrations and has now announced that his latest instructions for Christmas tell children that Santa Claus has died of COVID-19. So see, in order to help parents break the, the sad news to their kids, he, he organized the somber press conference. So see, it, it continued afterwards, but the media didn't show it. So I mean, right, yeah. right. He, well, he I, said, that's that's a pretty big blow. You know, you don't want that getting around the entire nation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, his quote, sorry, kids, he announced in a very sad voice while oddly smirking at the camera as he as only he can do. Uh, Santa's gone. COVID got him. That's what happens when you don't wear a mask. There's just no way. That- <laughs> That, that's a good point, by the way, because during the entire apology, he legitimately was, he was smiling the entire time. He was. So, he I, was. so I could totally see him continuing to smile like this and say Santa died. Yeah. These people are laughing in our faces. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? There's just no way to have a safe Christmas celebration. Newsom later told the press, the best course of action is to tell children that Santa is dead because he is one of those crazy right wingers who refuse to wear a mask. And now Christmas is canceled. This will also help you save money on Christmas gifts, which you'll need to do in case we have another lockdown. <laughs> well, clearly he was a right winger because haven't you seen like it red is the main color he does, right? And he's oh, yeah. giving out yeah. coal. A, a carbon producer uh, the, to bad right, kids. Right, so right, right. So clearly he's, got he's a, right wing. Santa has a carbon footprint. Yeah, you're right. That's you're right. right. Yeah. So uh, to help back up this story, malls, instead of offering pictures with Santa, will have a Santa memorial where two people at a time wearing masks and living in the same household, of course, are allowed to lay a wreath in, you know, for a, for funeral purposes, of course. Uh, right. Newsom also listed some rules for a limited Christmas celebration. Nativity scenes are allowed as long as they are not visible from the street and everyone in the scene is wearing a mask, with no exceptions for baby Jesus. Singing is allowed only while wearing a mask, and the only song allowed is Band-Aids. Do they know it's Christmas? That's that that that's um, not far from reality. That, that's, that's the that's thing. That's kind of believable. <laughs> we're, we're reading satire from the Babylon Bee and the Onion and the rest of it. Like we're reading satire and we're thinking, you know, that's actually happening. You know, it's it's not yeah. satire at that point. So, yeah. Anyway, some of it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I do. Again, I do apologize. We are out of time this morning. I do apologize to the listener. Uh, We are not going to have our integrity uh, podcast this afternoon uh, because I am a little bit um, under the weather, shall we say. So I do apologize. But there will be a rebroadcast this afternoon. Again, I haven't decided what it's going to be yet, but it will be something. Uh, And it'll be one of our one of our specials, probably. But, um, you know, and to be honest with you, Bruce, I still have the very first podcast we ever did as a test. I still have that. That's never been released. So yeah, maybe I, I still have some recordings out there too. Maybe, maybe that'll be released. I don't know. We'll see. So uh, again, because we won't be here this afternoon, I will go ahead and say it now. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you on Monday.